let's do this. Bobby. Hello. Hi, Bobby. We can hear you. Good. All right. Um, <laughs> here Celtics post game show. The Celtics beat the Sixers 110-106. Not at all really what the game was like. Um, this was a double-digit game in the fourth quarter. Uh, and, you know, free throws, three-pointers, a gambler's nightmare. It was a seven-and-a-half-point spread. And uh, Philly busted it late, so I, I'm I'm sorry for the Celtics betters, but Celtics <laughs> move on. None of us none of us expected anything different was going to happen in this game, though Philly did show a fair amount of fight at the beginning and some strategic differences that kind of kept it close. Things Bobby Manning, you were at, uh, you were wondering why they didn't try earlier in the series. So yeah. let's introduce Bobby, Nick Gelso, and let's get into it, Bobby. Let's talk about the first half. You know, some of the things Philly did, some of the weirdness, Daniel Tice in. I'm still confused what happened here. Tice was in. We thought he picked up two fouls. He only picked up one. Stevens might have thought it was two. He he sat him after 30 seconds, sat him the whole quarter. We realized he only had one foul. It really threw off the rhythm of how that game started. You had Cantor in there. You had Rob Williams in there. It was a really messy messy first quarter. But let's get into the start of the game before we kind of, you know, eulogize the Sixers once and for all here. (laughs) Yeah, and another game early that the 76ers definitely could have won. They they won the first quarter, I believe. They at least played better than the Celtics in there. So that was what Brad was talking about throughout this series. And, yeah, they did win the first uh, quarter by five. Philly was doing things that challenged them in the first halves of these games, and I thought they did again here. Uh, better performance from Josh Richardson on Jason Tatum early. You talked about some of the struggles that Tatum went early through with the jump shot there. And letting Al Horford roll with the bench. Love the lineup that they put out there with Korkmaz and some of the wings. And he was able to take it to Grant Williams. Grant's a guy who Stevens has been having chase Horford on and off the floor when he goes to center. And it didn't work this game. I thought Al was outstanding, and he set an early tone for them. But as it has in this series, the 76ers don't persist into the second half, especially Embiid. It just seems it seems that the, the Sixers cannot uh, put it all together for four quarters or even one quarter. They just tend – I don't know. Brett Brown has lost that locker room. He comes out with a game plan, and then somewhere along the line, they go off track and don't don't come back to it. Well, but today was their best play game. Yeah, and Bede waved them off twice in this game. First, he mm-hmm. stopped playing the drop coverage and guarding mm-hmm. Kemba, which actually worked. And then second, he gets his fifth foul in the fourth and waves uh, Brown yeah. off, taking him out of the game. So, yeah, yeah, he lost the team here, and he'll be done. Oh, he lost them a while ago. Well, Bobby, you said Bobby, you said Horford was outstanding. I wonder what our standard for outstanding is. <laughs> uh, again, we're talking about a guy who had eight points and is flexing and talking about how the guy guarding him is too short in the first half. And even Doris Burke friggin' lit him on fire there. Like, <laughs> I guess, I guess you could say that when you get eight points. He finished with freaking twelve. Okay, and again, it's very clear that he's better when he gets to play without Embiid on the floor. And I guess this is part of Philly's problem. And honestly, this has a lot to do with kind of what happens this offseason when you're talking about what to move. At the end of the day, Bobby, and we talked about this last game, Horford's not going anywhere. It's an immovable contract, especially given the financial situation regarding the leap. Tobias Harris is an immovable contract. So you have to move someone who makes money who actually has value. And now because you're saddled with these guys, you may have no choice but to move Embiid or try to and just commit to Al being your center for the next couple of years because that's what you've got because that's going to be a problem for them right now is Al can play on his own. He can't play in a lineup with Embiid and – you're stuck with Al. He's not going anywhere. So while you'd rather not be stuck with Al, they are. And that's that's a reality. That might affect their decision-making in the offseason. 
Clearly, it is not uh, Simmons and Al. It's Embiid and Al, maybe, that can't play together, right? So, Well, it's both. It's both. <laughs> I don't know. Embiid, I think Embiid and Horford ended about a minus 44 together in the series. <sighs> so that was a disaster, too. And, again, that's poor coaching by Brown. Doesn't adjust until game four with that. And Horford getting scorched again and again. Everybody could see it. He couldn't stay in front oh, of Jalen Brown. Not only That's, that, I mean, when they switch in Kemba, you have Kemba. I mean, he, was, he broke more of Al. I didn't know Al Horford had that many uh, ankles. Three ankles left on the floor. Oh. Six if you, if, if you count both of them times two there. <laughs> so yeah. he was doing plenty of that today. Here's it's the a thing, debacle there. Brett Brown is not a bad coach. He just He's not. can't coach these guys. I mean, I don't know who can. I think that uh, it starts at the top and, and uh, Embiid – let's start right here. Embiid can't play more than one half. He's immediately winded, gassed, and out of shape. Died in it the is, fourth quarter again tonight. It yep. is yeah, pretty amazing, you know, and, and uh, the, the the flopping that he does in the second half is oh. honestly, I think just because he needs a rest and he just no. wants to, he wants what to, hands? he just wants to lay on the floor, you know, but you're right. I mean, he's, you know, and this is why, you know, Al used to make him work and why he would burn him out as the game would go on, you know, so. Uh, and that's yeah. what I'll say this for Al. I, I said this after game three too. Awful fit. Awful deal. Those two things are certain. I feel like he has something left to give. Now, you, you talk about Embiid moving. He, he, he's a massive contract, too. So if something stops Embiid or Horford from moving because of the monetary concerns in the league, it's going to be tough for a team to pick up Embiid's contract, too, because it's equally bloated. Probably $33 million over the next couple of years. Yeah, but Embiid has a future. Al is, is ready for the Does retirement he? home. Embiid has a future. Of course he does. He, he just has to get his head on his shoulders. Injury prone, those kind of things. He's still, the conditioning. I mean, he's still, he's still he won't be an easy piece to move. He would be great if they teamed him with a, a veteran, you thought. Al Who are we talking about? I spaced out. This is Embiid. <laughs> Embiid, he okay. I couldn't he won't be easy, He won't be much easier to move than Horford, and I mean that in terms of getting something back, which is what they have to do. Well, that's, that's where it's going to be tempting. Salary That's where it's going to be tempting to move Simmons, yeah. The, the salary is the huge thing right now in the league, and, and listen, all three I mean, of those guys have massive contracts. Yeah. Al has taken a beating, and I get it, and we're going to take a beating in the comments for sticking up for him. But the, the truth is Al Horford has a track record of being able to play with everybody except Kyrie Irving and uh, Joel Embiid. Except I thought he best, played good with Kyrie, except too. Except the best players on the last two teams he was on. Okay. I don't, yeah, but, I mean, look <laughs> at who you're talking about, John. I mean, you're not talking about I compare normally sane people. I mean, these are – I'm not – I like Embiid. I don't like Kyrie, but I like Embiid. But he's not all upstairs. And I think Al is very, very routine-oriented. He's mature. Yep. That locker room is clearly a cluster. You know what I'm saying? So I can't see – did you like how I, uh, how I edited myself there, John? A cluster? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, did you mute that? I'm going to swear right now. Hold on. I'm going to mute myself. No, I didn't mute it. Oh, just I just pretended I did. But, yeah, I, I was basically imitating Brett Brown at that moment. <laughs> Nobody That's here good. <laughs> That's yeah. good. And, Brown, you do feel a little bad for them because he's trying to make things work. He's not coaching the best game. And then they're right in this until about 77-77. And Harris's head flops off the floor, a disgusting injury, and they just lost all life when that happened. So that was the only. This is Harris. This was this this is the same Tobias Harris who was shooting eight percent from three in the series prior to this game. That guy. 
Okay. Also overpaid. They missed that guy. I'm, I mean, <laughs> he has the biggest contract the ex- of all. The excuse of making for Philly is going to make me lose my freaking mind. No, no it's, it's a team that was supposed to be the best so in the Eastern the Conference last year. John, it's the same exact. It's their last year Celtics. They're a bunch of losers. They're losers. Okay. There's no pity for these guys. Yes. They were losers last year's team? Yes. I don't know if they were losers. The Kyrie Celtics were underachieving losers. No, he's talking about the the top. This Philly team is underachieving losers. I I have no pity for them, okay? These are guys making a kajillion dollars underperforming, okay? as a Philly boy, all I can tell you, John, is thank God for <laughs> Philly that this game was in the bubble and not in Philadelphia because there would have been more beer on the court than players today and game three. I get, I oh, just, that's another thing about, about this team, too. I have we, no – yeah, go ahead, Bobby. We, we didn't we didn't get into this about Philly either. 29-2 and two at home this year and then just completely – Oh, oh freaking who? But no, I, this is a, a no I'm saying that's a bad thing. I'm no, saying that's a bad thing. It is, but Brett Brown was crying about it in the heading into the game. Like, I'm not gonna lie, that advantage of playing at home. Every team wants to play at home. It's this is as neutral well, as it's LeBron? Is his name LeBron? This is LeBron as neutral Listen. as it gets. They're all play, they're playing in a bubble. Mentally weak teams can't play on the road. Uh, this yep, team has always um, been mentally weak. I was at the game with the cannon. Remember they shot off the, the – they were celebrating and they utterly collapsed in that game. Uh, utterly. I've seen them collapse so many times. This isn't even a rivalry anymore. This is like just let's just – It's not a rivalry because they always kick our ass. It's not well, if, you, if, if you count the sweep here, 12 and 30 away from Philadelphia this year. 12 and wow. 30. Yeah. Mentally Ooh. weak. Mentally weak. That is bad. Well, it's true. I mean, poor coaching, mentally weak, notary leadership at the top. I think there were injuries in there too, weren't there? Not that yeah, it matters. Yeah. Every really team matter. has injuries. injuries are part of the game. Every team Celtics. has injuries. Everyone's playing in the bubble. Everything is dead even. This is who you are. Well, Simmons? We're going to say Simmons? Of course it matters, but they sucked with Simmons this year, too. They were the sixth seed. They did. They did. This is probably a longer series with him they out there, They sucked though. all year, he, of course. I don't know that it is, Bobby. Simmons isn't that good to make that big of a difference. In the well, you know what I saw? And, it's and, play and, different. And, and Al Horford isn't that bad to blame, either. Simmons, Hayward, well Embiid, look, and we, Brett Brown. We all thought this was a five-game series with you know with, with, without – Simmons here. You have it was a four game series without Simmons and Hayward. Okay, so I mean, come I, I on, the sweep, right? A lot of credit, people credit, credit four, or five, <laughs> four or five without Simmons. Then you handicapped the Celtics, and they won it in four right. anyway. Two, this isn't home, this isn't homerism. This is anti phillyism. This was a dreadful mess of a team, poorly assembled. And it was evident from day one, and it's very much like last year's Celtics team. It just didn't fit. The pieces didn't fit together for whatever reason, and that's what it was. I'm going to go a little celebrate yeah. here. The green teamer nerds, the nerds, better shut up. This is two years in a row. Stats don't lie. The ball don't lie. You look great on paper. You don't have chemistry. You're going to fucking suck. And you did. And that's the end of that. Are we swearing? Analytics and spreadsheets. <laughs> there goes the sense. Don't predict <laughs> freaking chemistry and leadership. You Keep can't it. put that on paper. Nerd. Keep it, 
Keep it clean or I'm tossing you, okay? I got people waiting in the queue to get in this show. I don't even all- need the censors. Uh, how do we feel about the Celtics out of this one? Uh, you didn't love it, John, did you? I mean, I thought, we you know what it is? They played to me like a team that knew that whenever they needed to turn it on, they would do whatever it took to win the game, and they did it three times this series. I think they sensed it. It was a game. It was like these these guys can't run with us. That was the vibe I got a lot at times. They played loose. They didn't value possessions. They stopped swinging the ball at a certain time. You know, turnovers in the first half, reaching slappy defense, taking fouls. They look. They, they look like. They were half-assing it, it felt like. And even as soon as they got an 8-10 point lead, they're like, is it over yet? And then they got sloppy again with some possessions. Philly just didn't have enough juice to make them pay for it. And Bobby, when you say if Philly had employed these tactics in game one or earlier in the series, it might have been different. I don't think so, because I think ultimately when the Celtics needed to take it seriously, they were Well, they, they did some dumb to. things. Yeah. This is and this is what worries me about the Celtics too, is it came easy for them in this one. All they had to do was run a high screen, get Tatum and Kemba loose either in between or at three, and they were getting wide open shot. At any um, time. That's not going to happen against Toronto. No. I, like, I don't know what they're doing. Philly was giving – Kemba was shooting practice jumpers. Yes. To, you know, I mean, just practice elbow jumpers. He could have oh, done that all game. this the easiest game of Kemba's he life. He could have had I, 70 he points if he yeah. wanted to. You could give the ball. I'm so baffled. Like, why Philly? Okay, Philly, why don't you put it to Horford in the post when Jalen's on him? Great. Why didn't Boston give Jalen the ball in the wing, isolate, and just go at Horford till you play him off the floor? Play the guy off the floor. Now, there was – I think that's what Brown right. said – there was no um, good option there because if Brown was cutting back line, he's going to kill them. Tice, Cantor, good rollers. But again, you're talking about Tatum and Kemba, two of the best shooters in the game, versus Daniel Tice and his Cantor rolling to you and Embiid's ability to drop back and recover there. Daniel like, it Tice was, just was, an, was an excellent center, we should point out. Right, Bobby? Thank you. Thank you. 6 <laughs> of 12, 15. Good game from him. He's had a tremendous uh, bubble. Yeah. He really has a great bubble. Nobody Only has two fouls today, too. He was nobody's awesome. Dunked, nobody's dunked more than the, the Celtics in the bubble. And and but, but I want to hone in on what John said a little bit there, because if the Celtics take those games off or those skins off versus Toronto, they're going to get killed. So they yeah. better focus in. And, and, and people forget. I think we all forget because Tatum, Brown, these guys are look like seasoned veterans, but they're young guys. They've had at playoff experience, but they're young. Yep. So they got to really focus in. Tatum cannot get frustrated and shut down. Superstars find other things to do to make their teammates better when their shot's not falling. If Tatum has a game three stint like that, Toronto will capitalize, and they're well coached. So you can't, you're not going to have Brett Brown. You know, so yeah, don't think have work to do, and I don't want them to get too – let's not forget that disaster of a team last year swept the Pacers in the first round. Yep, and I'm glad you bring that up, Nick, because the reason I wanted Philadelphia before all the Simmons stuff happened is I thought they could challenge the Celtics. I thought they could give them a tough first mm-hmm. round, um, you know, capitalize on Boston's weaknesses inside that you talk about. But then it became that cakewalk. It became the Indiana series from last year, and they're moving into a similarly challenging second round. Um, Toronto has some issues, and they walked through Brooklyn in the first round, so they are not the you know dream team that we thought they were early no, in the but ball. They are the defending but, champs minus their MVP. Yep, they're the defending champ. They match up well with Boston on the wing, and I think that's where suddenly we start to feel the Gordon Hayward loss. 
And well, it's I, I really don't. I got to be honest. The, the biggest loss for Hayward is you've got to guard him. But think about it this way, Bobby. He was going out anyway. This has forced the also rans on our bench to step up and be players. Cantor had to play. Williams had to play. So it, it forced him to grow well, up let, a little bit quicker because Hayward has, is tinfoil. So he goes. He's going to go and hold his wife's hand during the pregnancy. That's wonderful. Hopefully he that's can come two games versus finals. But the Celtics have now a bench that has experience kicking the ass of the Philadelphia 76ers. So hopefully it, that ends up being a good thing. It's all you well, want to do swear in this. Is that why you joined this show? You just want to swear? <laughs> Let's talk about it a little because this was concerning, okay? And this is what happens. You see momentum at times when uh, some of these bench guys get consistent minutes and, and what a difference it makes, okay? You took Rob Williams out of this series, okay? Yeah. And after he had been playing consistent min minutes in the, in the eight games leading up, and he took the floor for a couple minutes tonight, and he looked like it was the first time he'd ever yep. played basketball, okay? Romeo Langford, same thing. After two games ago, he plays 28 minutes or 26 or whatever it was, reduced to 10 or 11, and he gets out there again and same. Just a really rough two-minute stretch where, again, he looked like he didn't belong on the floor at all. Grant Williams, again, Grant did not have a good run this time too. So we're, we've got a real Jekyll and Hyde bench situation here. Uh, because I'm we had a couple of games where we're singing Wanamaker's praises. We had that awesome game with uh, Tatum and the bench and the bench squad, which was terrific. And we're like, wow, they might be onto something. And they couldn't repeat it because of foul trouble where they couldn't stay that rotation. So I don't know. I don't know what we're looking at when it comes to the bench here going into round two. You have no idea. And if Sammy was blah again today, he was awful today. Awful. Brad was yelling at him. He looked, he was all, how the, how the f did you travel under the basket? He had nowhere to go. <laughs> He makes this great offensive rebound, and he's standing under the basket. Why jump on his feet? Why walk? There's nowhere left to go. You're already under the basket. I, I mean, that was so perplexing. But like, he was frustrating. So again, anytime one of these guys check in, you have no idea what to expect. Yeah, I I'm mean, worried I, about I was really guys. disappointed not to see more uh, Robert Williams. And I'm not one of those guys, Time Lord guys, that are like, "Ooh, play him so we could have us mascot." No, I thought he's been great. In the bubble, and I would have liked right. to see him a little bit more. Robert Williams, Cantor played uh, well though too. Cantor played well in the series, but they found a good one to play him in, where he's able to guard mm -hmm. and beat and not have to do all that perimeter defensive play. And Grant good in this one too, four for four from three. He showed some strides, but again, it's all about the matchups when it comes to their bench, when it comes to the center position. And I don't know if those here we go. I don't know if those guys have an advantage against Toronto. It's a completely different style of play and just skill set, too. Yeah, yeah, all the way around. You don't have a team that has revolted on their coach and revolted on each other and are out of shape. I mean, oh, this, the championship thing, too, Nick, it matters. It really it does. does. Matter. Like that sure team does. believes they can repeat. Let's face it. I mean, I'm not questioning Kemba, he's a killer. If I heard NBC one more time talk about this being his first playoff win, I was going to vomit. Like, now I want to bring up Kemba too because we said it came early for him, easy for him in this series. It's going to be the complete opposite against Toronto. Kyle Lowry is going to go at him defensively, mm -hmm. and it's going to be a challenge for Kemba. Who's Van Fleet going to guard? Now that could be your advantage. Yeah. Semi, uh, no, Grant, no. those guys. Van Fleet's a starter. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, who's but he who's going to be your 
Marcus Smart. It's, he's going to have to guard Marcus Smart. Who's, yeah, I guess. Uh, I guess. I'll put Mar- Marcus. Here's where Marcus. Here's where Marcus breaks that offensive jinx. He's going to start posting up. He's going to post up fan physically. It makes this is Marcus Smart series. But you can see that. Marcus. You can see Marcus in the post. You can see Marcus getting physical there. Um, this this is where because he's got to unlock something. He's been brutally bad offensively right now and that all year I, long he had the he had the great uh, the pull up threes that's gone uh catch and shoot it'll come back he's streaky he's not a pure shooter he goes in streaks and and you're right this is a perfect series for Marcus to show up and be Marcus but the thing about Marcus Smart is he still does Marcus Smart things he still defends he still gets the 50-50 balls he's out hustling everybody so he was still important i mean he sucked offensively in this series but he still did good defensive things I'd go as far as to say Smart will decide this next series. If they get Here more offense from him, if he's able to help on Kemba. Because, no, Kemba's going to need some help. No, yeah, Lowry. I mean, but Smart, Smart is 7 of 24 in the, mm-hmm. uh, in, in this series, 29% field goals, 1 of 13 from – Field from, goals? But listen, Marcus one, Smart yes, can be seven, And in. 1 of 13 from 3. I mean, and you he, know what? I love that stat line because it can be game one against Toronto and he could – he would take and make the winning three-point shot if it was down the line. That's just Marcus Smart. I, I, I'm telling you, I think you're right, John. He'll have a breakout series here. I think he has that, to because I think that that's, a, that's an area where, again, that, that could work in their favor. Um, but I don't know. It is, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it, we keep we have talked up Toronto as this boogeyman, but the Celtics have been successful. And again, such disrespect for a champion. I know, I know, I know. But I get why you're saying it because their MVP denigrated their team. Sorry, that's a whole new topic. Did you guys hear about how <laughs> last, last night I was invited onto an NBA Celtics show and I went on for 30 minutes about the NFL? So I've now been banned from everyone's guest lists. <laughs> You're going to be banned from here, too, if you I keep know, going. I, I know. John's, John's so pissed off he's frozen. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm reading You're looking at the green teamers. Oh, God. He's lucky I'm a bit more censored here. Uh, no, I'm just looking at this year. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking at some comments, and I'm waiting. The Toronto fans, we've learned, uh, they are, are spicy. And if there's any of you out it. there – Fire in the chat here. We'll get involved in it because, you know, we have been all over the map on Toronto for real. We gave them a ton of props, uh, you know, but when the before the Celtics played them as possibly the best team, they were the best team in the bubble heading into that uh, matchup the, re- the late in the regular season. Celtics, were, de- yeah. Celtics demolished them, but Toronto was still there, crazy hot, 35, 35 and 5 or less. And the Hayward, the Hayward thing. Like he and was then the Hayward thing changed it. So now we're trying to figure out what kind of series this is going to be, and I think it's going to be an interesting one. I think with Hayward, I would have given Boston the edge, but a, now slight, this, this comments, but a slight one. This comments money right here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This comments money because Jason Tatum may slow down a little bit against Siakam's defense, so I wouldn't count on it because he's just money from everywhere on the floor right now. He's oh, wait a minute. He didn't touch a ball for three months. I, I mean, he's been phenomenal. Uh, Siakam, Siakam's been shaky. He has, and he's he's their front man. I know Lowry can come through better on some nights. Van Fleet can go off, but they'll need Siakam to be better to win this series. Yeah, this is a Time Lord series, I've been told. Uh, we'll see. So I'm looking at Cantor. Cantor's a plus against Toronto this year. 11 points a game, 9 rebounds per game. Better than I thought against them. So he may be playable in this one after all. Even though he had a great Christmas Day game, if, you're, if I remember correctly. I think he, he did, really he did, yeah. Day. You're right Listen, about that, I mean, isn't it? I'm, I, I, don't, I think we were a bit over... Uh, over 
putting too much emphasis on the Hayward uh, injury. I'm one of those guys. Like, I, I do realize that he he is a big loss. You have to guard him. But at the same time, like I said, the Celtics had to prepare for him going anyway. And truthfully, when have we seen Kemba, Kemba Walker and Gordon Hayward both healthy and playing amazing together? Not often, if at all. I mean, I really haven't. I mean, this season, uh, Gordon had a decent year. It was okay. The bubble was his best stint of basketball, stretch of basketball. But when did we see it where they were both on the court amazing together? And we haven't. So, And the Celtics have fared fairly well. So I think it's a bit, bit less than everybody's saying, especially Danny Ainge who's going on the radio circuit, you know, just hammering it because he wants people to let their guard down, I think. Nick, what are you talking about? It's it's less about Hayward, and if you want if you want to go in that direction, Hayward matters a ton, man. I mean, <laughs> Hayward matters a ton here. Yeah, you it's can't a, you can't compare again, Toronto and Philly either because that's the whole thing is your margin for error. You get further in these playoffs, your margin for error goes down. So a two of nineteen Tatum game, which could happen again, or just an off game, needs to be offset somewhere. And the Celtics' strength was always that. You've got four guys who can score 30, which means two of them can have shitty games, and you could theoretically be picked up by the other two. And an occasional Are you saying pro- Daniel Tice can't score 30? That's the thing is you're just putting the burden on people who are less capable of doing it. Gordon Hayward can, could, will, has scored 30 when? points and carried an offense when? before. He's yeah, done it his whole five career. Years ago. And he's done it at plenty of times this year where it was – He oh, would have been able to. That was the Gordon Hayward game. And then when guys are guys are out or missing, he absolutely has it in his bag. It's just based on rhythm and what the game needs. But Gordon – I think he always gives you what the game needs, and that's great. When he needs to score, when he needs to run with the second unit, when he needs to bring up the ball. That's where he's missed. When the offense runs through him, it allows you to play different rotations and always have offensive threats out there. And now you don't, especially when – Yeah, especially when Marcus is dry. I think everything you're saying is right, but at the same time, you didn't address what I just said. We've not seen it from. We've not. You. You have basically named everything that Hayward can do. We know what he can do. He's done some of it in the bubble, but he's not done any of it consistently. And the Celtics have fared fairly well without Gordon Hayward the last three years of this hundred million dollars. Prior to his injury or uh, this year when he went out again, he was close to twenty points per game and looked as good as he'd looked. It took him a little while. Took him a little while to get back to it, and then he looked terrific in the bubble again. Not having that Gordon Hayward is a, is a killer. His stat Last line, seasons, his stat line was too. surprising when you looked at it after the, the, the pause because you said, okay, you know, 17 points. I think he had like four and seven maybe, but 17 points. You're thinking, okay, but he never really dominated. And as a matter of fact, he missed more clutch You layer. don't need him to dominate. You need him to be your third or fourth well, you're option. You're talking about him 30-point games. I haven't I'm seen saying, one Hayward 30-point fair with his shooting. It's all about shooting when it comes to getting those big scoring games. Capable of doing it, it's in his repertoire. I'm not, him, saying, that's what I said. I'm not you saying you're him. counting on 30 points from him. I'm saying he's capable he's of it, and it helps spread the wealth. Count. It helps spread the wealth. That's the thing. The right thing now that's is the bench. I agree. The bench run, being with the second unit, and then also the fact that you got to guard him whether he's on or not because he's Gordon Hayward. So the passing here, yeah, I mean, but I, I just don't see it as the coffin nail in the coffin i just don't see it i i have not seen gotta, enough of him in a celtics uniform play these style of games you guys are talking about the bubble is the best he's been 
He was a good role player. He wasn't even a fringe all-star player prior to the first injury. No, I, I, I got to disagree. He's he way beyond that. Jalen Brown didn't make it. He should have. I know, but he's well beyond that. And he is, and, and it is, again, when your bench sucks like the Celtics does, he is essential because now you're giving minutes to Sammy Think of the two teams and Romeo. Well. Imagine, Nick, you're not comparing him. going anyway. Nick, you're comparing him. Up to the wrong guys. You're comparing he was going him, for two games. You're comparing him to Jalen and Jason instead of comparing him to Semi and Romeo. I get okay? that, but he was gone anyway. Don't for two, two games. games. We're Robbie talking about seven. Him. How are you getting two games? That four days off. It's four days hours. off. It's four. You go home for a day and you got four day quarantine. Maybe five days he misses. What if the baby wasn't Maybe born in twenty four hours? People go into labor for Six, days. Five days doesn't matter. He's gonna miss. He's gonna miss two, three more weeks. It's a crazy amount of time. I think it's not as bad as they're saying. Too. I think yeah. he'll be back. I don't know. I oh, think I, I, I think mean, he went back to Indiana today, or that's what it sounded true. like. And, and, and it takes no fans in the arena to get Gordon Hayward to get his composure and play like Gordon Hayward was playing. Now let's, let, let's get down to the gist of this. Let's, let's get down to the gist of this because we're talking about a Toronto team now and not a Philadelphia team that doesn't know what it's doing defensively. This Toronto team, I think you could argue, is the best in the league defensively. They're going to challenge everybody across the board, and you need other options when it comes to Tatum maybe drawing some double teams this time, which Philly didn't do. Um, you know, drop off to Marcus Smart, Grant Williams, those guys, it's not going to work as well as a Hayward would. And if Hayward can hit four or five threes in a game, that's where you get him up to that you know, 15, 20, 25 even point mark. And Daniel Tice got there today because he hit a couple threes. But you will be searching hard for the fourth guy to reach double figures if Daniel Tice doesn't have a great game and Ennis Cantor isn't able to get to that point either. Yeah, the I scoring mean, hierarchy it, on this team isn't very deep. As, lo- as much as it is a Hayward loss and everything you mentioned there, Bobby, makes it a key Brad Stevens Series. I mean, he's going to have to coach, man. Not that he, he can't. Will. He's a good coacher. He's a good coach, obviously. Coacher. He's a good coach, obviously. But this is going to be a Brad Stevens <laughs> no. series, you know? Yeah, good coacher. Good coacher. Good coacher. That's a technical term. <laughs> <laughs> That's called. Oh, I don't man. say why I have a speech impediment. I don't want to do predictions, but because I, I haven't gotten into do the film and stuff either. But are you feeling good going into the series? Because I'm a little nervous. I am. You've been nervous since 2012, Bobby. You're always <laughs> nervous. Listen, I wasn't nervous about round one. I called it a sweep, but I'm nervous going into yeah, well, this Well, that one. was easy when Simmons was gone. That was an easy one. I'll you're check ner- it off. Ner- I mean, I'm indifferent, to be honest with you, because... Indifferent? What are I'm, you doing on the show? Indifference is probably the wrong word. I don't know. I have no feelings one way or the other. I've not seen enough of Toronto. Bipolar and, Nick made an appearance. Yeah. And uh, the Celtics... I mean, there's just so many variables. You, you just mentioned how many. I just won't do predictions. I don't. I'm not nervous like I would be going against the defending champion. Usually, let's put it that way. What are the Toronto people thinking, John? Are they up in here? I don't know. Celtics oh, win this nasty. series. Celtics win this series. Then they're then they're getting out of the East, and Gordon Hayward will be back, and you guys could all sleep well. We'll give you back That'd your be huge. And I'll say this too. And then uh, we're already bitching because he can't play. You know, that's going to be something. Milwaukee will not have an easy time in the second round either, and I could see them losing that series. I hope they that's going to be a fashionable pick. I don't know about it, but it's going to be a fashionable pick. 
Miami or Milwaukee. Bam Adebayo is well, two well coached teams too. Two well coached teams, and uh, that's going to be fun. I'm watching every minute of that series. I think this is going to be great. Now we get down to the four, you know, eight teams that matter, the four series that matter. Like all four of those series in the second round are going to be great. Maybe not that Utah. I one, think we should but, keep the bubble forever, guys. I kind of liked it. I want to live in the bubble. Can we go there? Yeah, we can work anywhere, yeah. bro. I mean, we're remote work. Let's go to the bubble. Hey, it's on you, Nick. I'd get thrown out in 15 minutes. I'd be like, like, him? No, get him out. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. I still think the Celtics win this series um, because I'm I'm skeptical of some, you know, I – I don't know. I, I, I'm not fully buying on You don't believe uh, those players. Yeah. I, it's hard. What's amazing is they are classic case of like, you know, the, you know, the, the, you know, the sum is greater than the parts uh, you know, they, 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 they're really good team. I mean, they're, 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 they're really the good players. The results yeah, prove it out and they all have good players. It might not be that sexy, but I mean, they're really good players. Well, I just, well, let's yeah. get into it. Uh, Kyle Lowry's a top five, 10 point guard. Um, Fred Van Fleet has definitely gotten himself into that top five area oh, shooting guard. Marcus Hall, Marcus Hall, still up there when it comes to that conversation. And then you know Siakam's a top twenty-five player. They have talent. Yeah, mm-hmm. they do. I they agree. do have talent. But I mean, again, if you looked yeah. on, I, I think if you ask a casual fan and you looked at the Celtics roster and Toronto's well, roster, come on, that's you know, and you'd be that, like, well, the Celtics have all these guys. So again, Toronto has these guys, but like yeah, the Celtics have a lot of talent. It's just. You know, I think bench is going to come into play. I think size is going to be an issue. I mean, it's everything is matchup based in the league, and it's just how do you match up? Again, in the regular season, it seemed fairly well. So, um, again, I think that's why the Hayward wild card is in here. You don't know what it's going to look like there without having him in there. Um, you should do because he's not played majority of the time in Boston. Just take all those games. Yeah, That's but the last two there. years, a team oh, completely yeah. different. You had a you had a Marcus Morris, you had a Terry Rozier. Like I'm those trying to annoy John, Bobby. That's all. I'm just trying to annoy John. Yeah, yeah. That's all. That's all. Listen, I I think that if the the Celtics can have Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown playing the way they played in this series, even through the frustration in Game Three with with, with Tatum, it's gonna be very hard for any team, including Milwaukee. To, to beat the Celtics. I mean, I don't know in the East. Are there any other two two player combos that are like that? Who am I forgetting? I mean, Giannis and who? Middleton. Uh, Middleton. Middleton. Yeah, yeah but that I don't know. That one's formidable. That one's iffy, though. It's iffy. No. Giannis is like Middleton the, is like, Giannis is like the best player in the league, and Middleton's yeah. like the fifteenth. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. I mean, he's like the second he best is. player in the league. Against he'll be all the, NBA this year. He's he going to be. be. Yeah, he'll, he'll, he's in the. He's no worse than the 15 to 20 range. You know I mean? He's, that's, I like Chris with the yeah. K, man. I do. I mean, he kills the Celtics. He's a Celtic killer. He always was, Middleton. Yeah. Hey, and we're fortunate we're getting Toronto over them because I'd be feeling much worse. It's a toss-up. Also, this, was, this, this series was gross in terms of basketball. I, I want to see something different. This was an awful, This one will be series. good. I think this is going to be yeah. seven strong games. All yeah. close. I can't Great watch a team shoot 28% from the field well, again. Like seven, seven, hey, Nick, we've been, we've been waiting for this one for years. I'm excited. I, I was uh, – when Toronto. they teams – when they lined up in the second round, they they've missed each other for about three years in a row well, now. So this has been a long time coming. They've always sucked going back twenty years. They've always sucked against Toronto, but we don't. Have and yeah, question. now they don't have to go. We don't there. have to go to Toronto. We don't have to go and follow them to Toronto. They're in uh, Disney, so that's great. 
That you is know? good. I I hate sending crews to Toronto. It's such a pain in the butt. Oh, the passports yeah. and everything. everything. Else. And yeah. now it's even more. Well, they won't even let us in. Great city, though. I've never I, I've never been, yeah. but I, I I intend to go. I might move there after November, depending. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so we'll have a lot more on Toronto, assuming they win. They play today at six thirty. This one should be uh, a wrap up for right. them. Sorry. I'm looking at the chat. I can't. Yeah, so, so this could start as early as Wednesday if uh, Toronto takes care of business tomorrow, the day off. So they'll get going on Wednesday, I think. Yeah, it's going to be a totally different series. We could be back on Wednesday. Um, we will have more on the Garden Report. We'll have a ramp up to the series. We've got you covered on our YouTube channel, Daily Motion channel with all the Celtics post game. Um, so uh, keep it here. If you haven't subscribed already, please subscribe uh, to our YouTube channel, Celtics All Access, for all the goods these guys are going to tape some segments now with uh it's oh gonna, boy yeah it's going to be great we'll talk there about will be somebody who knows what they're talking about on yes we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about the raptors we'll eulogize philly talk about the official end of the process and what happens next with those guys and we're back maybe on wednesday uh but until then for, nick, for all of it until then for nick gelso bobby manning